is 24 minutes after the hour here on the Dread at Large radio show. We are keeping an eye on what's happening in Las Vegas so that we can uh, update you as things happen. And uh, blood drives are being launched across the uh, region out there uh, to help with the now more than 200 identified victims of the shooting. Police expect that number to grow more than 50 dead. And... uh, it just it's it's unimaginable can't wait to learn more about this guy who shot the place up um okay turning ourselves uh locally here there are a number of issues that i would like to uh address first is the item in our news read now first of all joyce craig almost never when she's campaigning mentions that she's a former school board member or a former alderman she almost seems to want to claim this this uh, outsider mantle, even though she served four terms in office as a school board member and an alderman in Manchester. And maybe that's because she has said precious little about what she would do if elected mayor. It's, oh, yes, we'll, we'll improve our schools, we'll improve our neighborhoods, we'll, we'll fight crime, we'll address the opioid epidemic, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But she never says what she's going to do. All she does in these utterances uh, is attack the mayor for how awful he's been how much better she'll do. And she never once exactly says how she's going to do it. But, you know, so it doesn't surprise me that she doesn't address the fact that she is a, uh, or almost never acknowledges the fact that she's a former alderman and a former school board member, because when you spend that much time in government, I guess people might expect you to be able to show where your record either significantly differed from that of the incumbent you're running against, which she really can't do on most issues, frankly, and where she can, it's not to her advantage with the electorate. Or it's, you know, it begs the question of, well, gee, you, you were an alderman for three terms. What's your proposal? You know, you worked on budgets as an alderman. How would you handle this? Don't tell me you're just going to be more efficient with the, with the taxpayer's dollars. You need to tell me how you're going to be more efficient. What's it mean to be more efficient? So now they're out with an attack, which shows me they're kind of grappling and grasping for straws, right? So back at the end of August, you may recall, the Manchester School Board had a non-public session um, that some, in response to Joyce Craig's post, have accused the mayor of calling and abandoning. Now, as a school board member, I have a vested interest, I think, in making sure that everybody knows exactly what happened. And exactly what happened was Mayor Ted Gatzis did not call that meeting. That meeting was called by Vice Chairman Arthur Beaudry. There are three ways that a meeting outside of the regularly scheduled meetings of the Manchester School Board can be held. One, the mayor as chairman of the school board can call a meeting. Two, the vice chairman of the school board can call a meeting. Three, I think it's five members of the school board can submit a letter in writing to the board clerk to call a meeting. That's it. So let's be clear about who called the meeting. It was not Mayor Gatzis. The meeting, if I recall correctly, was called on a Tuesday, late on a Tuesday afternoon. Because you have to give at least 24 hours notice before you can hold a meeting unless you invoke the emergency provisions of the right to know law. And uh, the matter was actually urgent and pressing I can't speak about it. I will tell you it was a legal matter, and I will tell you the city, the school district had an opportunity to settle something before depositions 
were to were to start that Friday morning, and the superintendent requested the meeting. Vice Chairman Beaudry called the meeting. The mayor called Vice Chairman Beaudry, or Beaudry called the mayor, I'm not sure which, and the mayor asked whether or not it had to be that Thursday night. The situation was explained to him. And he said he could not attend because of a long-standing commitment. So for Joyce Craig to now turn this into an issue of the mayor sacrificing an important non-public session and somehow not working to solve problems. Let me, let me tell you something. I would be surprised if the mayor didn't know what was going to be discussed. He might not have. Dr. Vargas is extremely tight-lipped. So I don't know what Beaudry and or Gatsis knew in calling the meeting other than the superintendent needed to have one pronto for a legal matter that needed to be settled before business start of business on, on Friday morning. So you get that phone call on a Tuesday. You have to do it on that Thursday. And the mayor faced with not being able to change either, you know, not, not being able to change his other uh, item decided not to go i will tell you that the decision of the board was never close and it was never in doubt about the that what we should do in the circumstance that was presented to us so it's not like the mayor was somehow uh in this particular instance going to be critical to the outcome and i don't know whether or not he knew that in advance but my guess would be that um he had a, a general understanding of what the issue was and probably a high degree of confidence in the outcome. But uh, this is just another example of bad politics. So you're going to make an issue out of the mayor not being able to attend as if he consciously said, hmm, I can go here or I can go there. And I particularly want to correct the record because of the people who are out there saying, oh, he called a meeting. And he either screwed up his schedule and therefore is incompetent or he's lying about the conflict or, or whatever it was. No, 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 no. Meanwhile, this begs the question, since it was a non-public session to meet with our legal counsel about uh, pending litigation. It begs the question about where Joyce Craig was with her outrage. Outrage over the leak of confidential information committed by one of her primary supporters, Nancy Tessier, the at-large school board member, who violated a number of state laws, charter provisions, and board policies by leaking information from a non-public session. Information, you know, I, I just happened to go back while I was trying to get caught up on some email, and I reread the email that Tessier sent, and I am convinced that it was intentionally written the way it was to demonize and otherwise um, undermine the superintendent, whom, frankly, she has no use for. I read that. That was a hit job on the superintendent. That was designed to transfer or transmit non-public information, wrong non-public information, flagrantly incorrect non-public information, about what took place as a way of further uh, un, uh, trying to further undercut the superintendent with the, with uh, members of the district staff. Where was Joyce Craig 
who in her news release says as a school board member, she knows how vital non-public sessions are to the business of the district. Where was she upon the announcement that Nancy Tessier had violated the non-public sessions? Confidentiality matters or confidentiality rules on personnel. Where, were, where was her condemnation of this? Nowhere to be seen. Nowhere to be heard. Just like she didn't speak up when Christopher Herbert said elderly residents of the Queen City shouldn't get tax exemptions to afford their homes. They should be subject to a government program that will remove them from their homes and fill them with people who can pay the higher taxes. Crickets chirping on that one. I mean, the list of things that Joyce Craig has been obviously silent on or, uh, you know, conspicuously silent on is is long in this campaign. Where is Joyce Craig on whether or not her dear friend, Kevin Kavanaugh, who she campaigned for in the Senate race, where, where, where is Joyce Craig on the question of whether or not Manchester should be a sanctuary city? Oh, well, she answered the union leader um, a questionnaire saying, no, she wasn't in favor of Manchester being a sanctuary city. But the rest of it was all of this weasel wording about being welcoming and blah, 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 not having our citizens be in fear. Yak, 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 yak. Uh, yet she's taken money and support from Eric Garcetti, a sanctuary city mayor who is fighting the Trump administration's crackdown on sanctuary cities. And she's taken money and campaign support from Martin O'Malley, the former mayor of Sanctuary City, Baltimore, the former governor of a practically sanctuary state, Maryland, who is part of the open borders crowd, who thinks that sanctuary cities should be allowed to exist so long as federal law requires cooperation between feds and local, uh, fed, federal, state, and local authorities on immigration matters, particularly those pertaining to the deportation of People who rape, rob, murder, assault, etc., etc., etc. So, you know, it's, I've always told my kids in life and especially in politics, pay no attention to what they say, pay attention to what they do and who they surround themselves with. Chances are, if you take a bunch of cash from sanctuary city supporters, it's because you sympathize with their cause and will do something if elected to move your community in that direction. You're going to complain about the mayor not attending a non-public session that was called Little more than 24 hours and notice, gee, you know what? I'm sorry. <laughs> I've worked for a mayor. I know they're pretty busy. I know it's not always easy. On the schedule, when an unexpected event arises and you can't reschedule the event, how many meetings has Ted Gatz missed in his mayorality? One. I mean, outside, you know, outside of the time he had that sextuple bypass, right? How many meetings has Mayor Ted Gatz has ever missed of anything? 
Is Joyce Craig going to criticize the mayor for that period of time where he refused to go into non-public session because of all of the leaks on the school board? Amazing to me. Amazing to me. Oh, my head. This from the Las Vegas Police Department. 406 people have been transported to hospitals in wake of the shooting there. 50 dead. 22,000 concert goers. Wow. 406 people transported. 50 are dead. Among the dead is a police officer who was off duty at the time. Name is being withheld pending notification of kin. FBI on the scene. Clark County has set up a hotline. We've given that number 866-535-5654. If you have friends or family who may have been there, they are urging people to donate blood. Apparently, there is a great need at the moment. And so things, the, the news out of, jeez, uh, the news out of Vegas, not good. So 406 people were transferred to sent to hospitals. That's, that's, whew, that's horrific. Okay, so... We're going to continue this after the break for traffic, weather, and sports because there's more. And I have to tell you that the way Joyce Craig is now attacking the mayor is only going to do damage to the school district and its reputation. And if Joyce Craig is going to attack the mayor the way we're going to discuss in the next segment, then we have every right to know how she's going to deal with the people who support her, who voted for the things that she's blaming Ted Gatzis for. And we're going to take up the fact that we have again invited, this time very publicly, Joyce Craig to be a guest on this show. We'll see what she does. You are listening to the Gerard Large Radio Show. I'm Rich Gerard. Stay tuned. The heavy fire is coming. 